The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. How are you feeling today? Are you feeling alive and energetic? or lethargic and weak. Listen to your heart. Welcome to the Healing Whisper, a return to peace. Your host for the hour is Dr. Marianne Chase. When we fail to understand and work on the root cause of our stress and illness, we seem to be in a never-ending spiral of poor health and low energy. It's time to re-harness that potential in order to live a better life. Now here's Dr. Marianne. Hello and welcome to the show. This is Dr. Marianne, and I am so glad to have you with me. Today, we are talking about relationships. Again, yes, last week we talked about relationships, and today we talk some more about it. That is how important relationships are. Everything we do in life, every person that we encounter in life, we develop a relationship. Even if it's just at the cashier station, at the grocers. So, before I get started, I need to give this little disclaimer that the show is for educational and informational purposes only. It is not intended to treat, diagnose, heal, or cure anything. Everything contained in this show is strictly my opinion, that of Dr. Marianne Chase, and always check with a licensed healthcare provider about any concerns you may have. If you listened in on my show last week, you heard about how relationships are everything. And really, unless you live on a desert island, you have a relationship. And unless you lock yourself into your house day in and day out and do not encounter live human beings, you you, you may watch TV or listen to the radio, you have a relationship. So (laughs) if you're one of the individuals that has locked themselves into their house or if you're living on a desert island and, and... Well, if you're living on a desert island, you're not listening to this show. (laughs) But if you have locked yourself into your house, for whatever reasons, you need to learn how to develop relationships. You need to learn how to resolve conflicts. And that is what we will be talking about today. A bit of the how do we deal with all of these relationships that we are in in our entire life? Well, there are lots and lots of studies out there that show how people that have good relationships, how they are in their lives. And it comes down to one thing. These people that have good relationships 
are generally happy people. In other words, happy equals better relationships. It's easy to talk about being happy. It's one thing altogether different is being happy. You know, what happy is not, it's not related to your age. It's not related to your gender. And guess what? You've heard it before. You'll hear it again. Happy cannot be bought. Happy is also not an outward state. Happy is an inward state. Some people will call happy joy. And yes, it can be considered being joyful. It's not, happy is not that cheerleader person that sometimes can really irritate us with their false happiness. That's what makes somebody who is falsely happy, somebody who jumps up and down and acts happy, even though they aren't really happy, that's what makes them rather irritating at times. But another thing to look at, somebody who is genuinely happy, do they irritate you? And if they are genuinely happy, you can see it in their lives. You can pick it up in their spirit. You would get that gut feeling if they are truly inwardly happy. And if that is irritating you, then look in the mirror. That person is actually showing you the mirror that some belief that you have says you can't be happy or you shouldn't be happy or it is wrong to be happy. Some language came into your subconscious, your unconscious mind, your spiritual heart that said happy is not good. Happy is painful. And there is where you need to start in changing your relationships. So what is happy? A study recently by Dr. David Myers said that happy is where you like yourself, you have a sense of personal control. That's personal control, folks. You are optimistic. You tend to be an extrovert. You have close relationships. You have a good spiritual foundation. Your life is balanced, meaning work, play, family, all of that's balanced. And happy people tend to be a little more creative. Personally, I, I've never seen an artist who isn't happy 
generally happy because they are living what they love. I have seen an artist who is not living what they love and they tend not to be happy. And folks, happy improves most everything in your life, including those relationships. Happy people embrace curiosity. They embrace risk-taking. I know a lady who loves to skydive. And personally, that would not be something I would want to do just simply because, well, (laughs) it's too much of a risk for me. But this lady, she's in her 50s and she loves skydiving, which is risk-taking. And there is absolutely nothing wrong with it for her. She is a happy person. She leads a life of curiosity. And leading a life of curiosity, it's like a small child that goes and is curious about that ant just walking across the sidewalk. That's what curiosity is about. And it does not depend upon your gender. It does not depend upon your age to be curious about life, curious about things. Happy people will tend to turn a blind eye to life's ups and downs and will take a negative of life's downs and can turn it into something positive. It's well known as what an optimist is. The glass is half full rather than half empty. Happy people will applaud, will applaud the good fortune of other people. And again, They have that great balance of work and play. Are you a workaholic? And the question becomes, why are you a workaholic? Are you working so hard and so much because you feel that the money it brings will make you happy? Well, in lots of studies that are out there, they show that Yes, people who do not have enough income for the basic needs tend to struggle with happiness. And it it is having those basic needs met. That's it. Having all the money to buy that bigger house, to buy that bigger car, that bigger, better, whatever, does not make people happy. So the workaholism may not be necessary unless you need to meet basic needs by working all those extra hours. And folks, that's an entirely different and separate conversation 
but balance that work and that play and that family. Because if you're just focused in on the work, you are not helping those relationships one little bit. And if you don't play, however you play, if it's going skiing, if that's how you play, if it's just walking around the neighborhood, if that's how you play, if it's just a game sitting at the table with the family, if that's how you play, that is play. And those all develop and improve relationships. All of this is how we are happy. When we come back from the break, folks, we'll talk about some of those secrets to developing a happy relationship. Don't go away. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Cancer is not something to be taken lightly. But instead of being talked at by doctors, medical providers, and others, wouldn't it be nice to hear from a host who has worked at the cancer coalface for 38 years as a caregiver, supporter for 14,000 patients, and who has had the experience of having a life-threatening condition herself? You will hear the stories of survivors and other people who work in breakthrough cancer medicine, navigating the cancer maze with host Grace Goller. We'll help you with the facts, planning, and grief experienced with different forms and stages of cancer. Listen every Friday at 12 noon U.S. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Fitness is important to keep your body in tip-top shape now and aging gracefully for the future. The Fitness Momentum Show with Coach Michael Merlino is designed to be your guide to fitness and running whether you're a beginner or ready to run your next marathon. By paying attention to and following the tips offered by Michael and his guests, you'll be able to essentially be your own trainer. Get the most out of your fitness regimen and tune in every Friday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Health & Wellness. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to The Healing Whisper, A Return to Peace. If you would like to comment or have a question about our show today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. 
If you'd rather send an email, our email address is thehealingwhisper at mindspring.com. Now back to the show. Hey, and welcome back, and thanks for sticking with me. I did forget to mention at the top of the show that you can connect with me on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and YouTube, as well as uh, please go to my website, thehealingwhisper.com, and uh, you can find out a little bit more about me and uh, some of the services I offer, like my private coaching. So, we have been talking about happy as it relates to our relationships, and happy does cause better relationships. Now, what are some of the secrets of a happy relationship? One of the things that uh, you can look at is uh, both in a marital or a partnership type of relationship is that there really does need to be some common ground as in a shared belief or a shared value. And if you're looking at a work relationship, a person whom you work with and have to communicate with, yeah, you have a common ground of the shared value of your employment and and so whoever you work for most corporations most businesses have some sort of a value system or a belief and it's a core belief for that business and as long as you agree with that core belief those values and all the other fellow employees agree with that core belief in those shared values. Yes, those are things that you share. That is the common ground. So you must understand yourself first. No matter what kind of relationship, are you in a partnership Or are you in a marriage that you do not share any common ground or any core belief whatsoever? Then there is very little chance that that relationship can be happy just simply based on that one item. If you, and you have to look at yourself, let's just say you do not agree with the values of the company with whom you work. And it could be that the value goes against your very nature and the belief of this company, this business, goes against your very nature, then in order to have good relationships, folks, you just need to not work there any longer. If you do not share a core value, a core belief with your partner, 
with your spouse, then you need to find one. You need to sit down with that person and say, okay, let's find a core belief. Let's find a core shared value. So I am sure that you have some shared value, some core belief with your partner, with your spouse, with your best friend. Otherwise, you would not have developed that relationship in the first place. You may have forgotten it. Somehow, that other person's core belief, core value might have changed. It's difficult to change core beliefs, but they can be changed. Let's just say you have a core belief that uh, that you are an unlovable person. That core belief can be changed. Another area that you need to pay attention to is in a happy relationship is attention. How do you give and how do you receive attention? And you can switch out that word attention with love. If you feel like in a relationship you are not receiving adequate attention or if the other person is not giving adequate attention, that is something that needs to be discussed. First of all, again, you need to understand yourself first. What is it about yourself that is crying for attention? What do you say is the way you receive attention? It's different from every for everybody. And one of the best books I have ever read on this is The Love Languages, The Five Love Languages. It's not just about the relationship between yourself and your spouse. It is also about your relationship with other people in this world. Again, looking at yourself. And this whole thing with love and attention, it comes down to communication. You have to communicate. Yes, you have been communicating all the time. And guess what? Not talking is communicating. Because there are two types of communication. There are verbal communications and there are nonverbal communications. And so much can be said about the verbal communications and about the nonverbal communications we have in our lives. The nonverbal actually can be even stronger than the verbal, especially if you are a person that receives and gives love through nonverbal communications like touch. But if the person you have a relationship does not 
understand that it, it, if they are not a person who's one that receives attention through touch, then you, yes, you, have to learn how to show them love. And yes, they have to learn themselves how they receive that attention, how they receive that love. Another way of approaching and receiving a happy relationship is sharing. What do you share in your lives? What do you do together? What do you do with your best, very best friend? What do you share? And then finally, for a happy relationship, let's look at humor. What humor do you have? What makes you laugh? What do you share that makes you laugh? Those are all things that can make up for a happy relationship. Now, I have been talking about happy relationships as if conflict never happens. And that is not my intention. Folks, conflict always will happen in any relationship. And that is something that you have to realize, that conflict will happen. And avoiding conflict, whether it's in a personal relationship, whether it is in a work relationship, avoiding conflict serves no one, and especially yourself. Because when you avoid conflict, when you stuff it, it is actually a major source of physical stress. And let's just say you recently received a product. You ordered something online, and what you received was not billed to what you thought it was going to be. Do you avoid going to get it replaced? Do you avoid having it, telling the person at the shop or online that the product was the wrong product? Then you're avoiding conflict. Or how about the opposite side of the coin? Do you use that opportunity of something that was delivered wrong or is wrong Do you use that opportunity to go and rail or just yell at the poor clerk who sold you the product or flame, as it is called online, about that particular product? If you're doing that, then you might be sourcing, uh, stuffing, excuse me, stuffing your conflict problems that you have in a relationship. We see conflict as a rejection. And let's admit it, rejection by a loved one is physically painful. And conflict must be resolved in the right way. And in a marital or partnership relationship, it cannot be resolved 
simply by a business deal, or maybe I should say should not be resolved in a business deal. You do this and I'll do that. When there is conflict, the first thing to discover is what is the source of the conflict. What is it about that other person that they are upset with you? And what are you upset with them? That's where you need to turn around again and look at yourself. Folks, when we come back from the break, we'll start looking at ourselves. And that mirror can be a very ugly thing. Don't go away. Every day, you hear so much about different aspects of the health and wellness field. One day, you hear one thing, and the next day, you hear something that contradicts what you heard the day before. How do you know what's right? Try tuning in to The Cutting Edge of Health and Wellness today with Dr. Neil Nathan and Dr. Jacob Teitelbaum. Our goal is to educate and explore this field with guest experts in order to help you take control of your health and well-being. Listen Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Health and Wellness. How is your health? Do you want to know more about it? Every day there are new technologies, procedures, and healing techniques coming forward. To understand them, tune in to Speaking of Health with Dr. Michael Cudlis. Our guests come from different backgrounds in the fields of health and healing. We'll discuss new realities and modalities, from chiropractic to metagenics. It's all designed to improve your quality of life. Speaking of Health is heard live every Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to The Healing Whisper, a return to peace. If you would like to comment or have a question about our show today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. If you'd rather send an email, our email address is thehealingwhisper at mindspring.com. Now back to the show. Hey, and welcome for sticking with me. I didn't say that right. Hey, thanks for sticking with me. <laughs> this is Dr. Marianne. We have been talking about relationships. And just before this last break, we were talking about conflict resolution. And how, in order to resolve conflict, we need to talk about it as well as look in the mirror at ourselves. And yes, that can be a very difficult thing to do. So when you look in the mirror, and I'm not talking a real mirror, I'm talking a virtual mirror, as it were, what you do to do this is, what is that other person bothering you the most? What behavior? What attitude? And... That other person at work, say you have same difficulties with people at work over and over again. You know, somebody new comes in and you have the same issues with the next person. 
and it, you might have this attitude of, well, there are no good people anymore, or everybody is lazy, or whatever that conversation is. Look at that. Is this the same thing that you are having happen over and over again? Have you had multiple marriages, even two marriages, and they ended up the same way for the same reason in a divorce or a separation or because of the same thing? That's when it's time to look in that mirror. What is that mirror saying about you? What are you attracting? What are you saying in your unconscious and subconscious that attracts that sort of thing? That's where you need to fix yourself. And here is a shift of thinking, a paradigm shift, as it were. And the paradox of a good relationship is that You have to change yourself. It's not the other person that needs to change. It is you. And the thing that you need to change is you need to learn to love even in the pain of a relationship. And there is nothing more painful than loving We've all had people we love die. That is simply the cycle of life. And when a person that we love dies, that is painful. And we are built at our basic level of unconscious memories and unconscious actions is to Avoid pain. And in life, as much as we don't want to hear it, there will be suffering. But as long as you come at that suffering with joy, with happiness, you can learn to love. And in the Bible... In the book of James, he says it well. When pain and suffering comes, receive it with joy. Receive it with love. Because in receiving this pain and suffering with love and joy, it will lead to perfection. There's the paradox. You can perfect a relationship by loving and being happy and in joy. You can only do it if you eliminate the fear of the pain as the end result, the fear of something that you do not want. And the most difficult thing to do ever, ever, ever is to give up the end result. So let's just say 
you are in a work relationship that is not going well? What is the end result that you want with that relationship? Let's just say that working with Jane Doe, you want Jane to finish this project and finish it on time. And you know what? If you give up controlling that end result, you will improve your relationship with Jane. Now, the end result may not be something that you want. It may not come in on time. But guess what? That is something that Jane needs to deal with in her own work relationship with the owner of the business, with the CEO, with the CFO, whoever she was working on this project to get it in on time. And yes, you may have been her supervisor, but when you have done your job, when you have done what you can control, you have to give up the end result. You have to give up the fear of the end result not being something you want. We are stuck in a bad relationship because of focusing on the end result we want. We are in that bad relationship because we are taking control over that other person. And that is how we need to change. We need to change by loving that person, no matter what they do, even in the pain. Loving, giving up that end result. And it is a very difficult thing to do. And you can only do it if you deprogram your human hard drive and then reprogram it. So how do you do that? Well, with the healing codes, first of all, that we need to do is identify some of those issues, some of those relationships, issues that we have got going on. And we need to identify those issues with ourself, with others, and with God, or the Creator, or the universe, whatever you prefer to call that what I prefer to call God. One of the ways, and it's a good way, especially if you're finding it difficult to identify your own personal issues, one of the ways is to go to thehealingcodes.com Scroll down that home page and, and uh, a little ways down, you will find a free little test that you can take online. It's called the Relationship Finder. And what that test will do, and it is free, it'll take about 10 minutes, and it, you just answer the questions with the first answer that comes to your mind. 
it will tell you some of the positive and negative areas of your relationships with others. And give you areas to begin to work with on healing codes. It will give you areas of insight about yourself. And short of the test, one of the areas to look about insight about yourself is how do you treat yourself? And what types of people and situations do you find yourself in over and over again? I spoke about that at, at right after the break. What kind of people seem to be always in those relationships? That will give you your insight about yourself. And finding those insights will begin teaching you where you need to heal. And in healing yourself, and here again is the paradox, in healing yourself, you will heal a relationship. Let's just say you have a bad relationship with your parent, or parents, you have a bad relationship with a child. By fixing yourself, you will fix that relationship. There are stories told about people all the time, at least within the Healing Code community. People that work on themselves because they have a relationship that is broken. And by working on themselves, they fix that relationship with the other person. The other person, just out of the blue, comes to them and says, I am sorry, will you please forgive me? And it's because you, the person in that broken relationship, have already forgiven them. Which brings me to the point of what are some of the inhibitors to healing relationships? One of them, and in my opinion, what the main one is unforgiveness. Where do you hold unforgiveness with that other person? And yes, are you not forgiving Jane for not finishing that project on time? Another inhibitor to healing is harmful actions. Another inhibitor is unhealthy beliefs. Do you believe that you cannot have good relationships down in your deep heart of belief? When we come back from the break, we'll get some more into the healing codes that need to be done for our relationships. Don't go away. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Are you struggling with loss in your life? Whether it's grief, personal healing, or serious life changes that you are dealing with, tune in to Voices for Healing with host Kathy Roberts. Everything that happens to us teaches us and gives us hope and possibility. Kathy and her guest experts will bring you the tools that you need to start the healing process. There are so many ways to transform loss. 
where can we take you? Listen every Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Tune in every Monday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel for Eat Well to Live Well with Kelly Hill. Kelly covers our relationship with food and teaches us how easy eating well and living well can be, taking us on a weekly food journey, guiding us to a more rich and vibrant life. So tune in every Monday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel for Eat Well to Live Well with Kelly Hill. If you have cancer, there are a lot of questions that need to be answered. While many medical professionals can give us some of the answers, there are many more unanswered questions that can't always be answered to our satisfaction. Listen for Cancer Concepts and Compliments with Dr. James Belanger. We'll discuss the tests, the compromised immune system, how cancer grows, and what natural medicines could be added to conventional therapies that may help keep it at bay. Cancer Concepts and Compliments airs live every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to The Healing Whisper, a return to peace. If you would like to comment or have a question about our show today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. If you'd rather send an email, our email address is thehealingwhisper at mindspring.com. Now back to the show. Hi, thanks for sticking with me. We are talking about relationships and to. This section, we are talking about how we can heal those relationships with the healing codes. Most of our relationship difficulties lie in ourselves and how we believe our relationship should be. And the paradox of having a good relationship is to Love that person. Yes, even the person that you just meet at the checkout. Love that person no matter what, even in the pain. We spoke about the three inhibitors to healing as being unforgiveness, harmful actions, unhealthy beliefs. And then there are some core areas that need to be healed to heal our relationships. And they are the same core areas that we heal in the healing codes, that being love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, trust, humility, and self-control. How do you find where you need to heal first? Well, it's by taking that relationship issue finder on the Healing Codes website. That's thehealingcodes.com. Take that relationship issue finder. And what it will do is it will give you a score in all of those areas of where you need to improve. And it will explain the scores. It's it's not something vague and obtuse. So when 
you are in a relationship that is causing pain, you might have issues in any or all of these areas of love, joy, peace, and patience. Or how do you respond to that pain? Has to do with how you love, trust, and forgive. What is some of the basic programming involved in your relationship? It has to do with your belief, kindness, and goodness. And and remember, kindness has to do with external circumstances. Goodness has to do with internal circumstances. And what I mean by external is, do you believe you are unlovable because you look a certain way? And when I'm talking about internal circumstances, do you believe you can't be loved because you can't be loved? You just have that unhealthy belief. Another thing with our relationships and our programming with relationships is trust. What about our attitude? That happy thing. It has to do with our positive statements in our lives and our beliefs. And I'm not talking about affirmations. Affirmations saying, I am a positive person. When you truly believe in your unconscious. I am not. Does your attitude need to be healed? I think we have all worked with somebody who had a rotten attitude. And none of us want to work with those people. And what is your behavior? What sort of harmful actions do you do? What sort of self-control is missing? And it it might be a self-control issue of just exploding in anger and verbally abusing another person. And the harmful actions. Do you believe that you deserved something? All of those things that are things that you need to look at. So what are your options? If you already own the Healing Code book by Dr. Alex Lloyd, which I strongly recommend everybody have that book, you know the Universal Healing Code. Take that free test. Find an area that needs work. Then start working on it. Say your simple prayer, your simple request for healing in that area. Do the healing code. And then while you're doing that healing code, you either create that love picture or that truth focus statement, something that is true. So let's just say you have a trust issue. And your truth focus statement will be something like, I am learning, I am beginning, I am working on, trusting. 
rather than saying, I trust everyone, when your belief is, I trust no one. Do that. Do that for the recommended time, and you will begin to heal in these areas. And if you want to increase and learn more about improving your relationships and healing in these relationships, go to my website, thehealingwhisper.com, and under the tab, My Favorite Things, you can get a manual. It's called The Relationship Codes. You'll, you'll see the icon, The Relationship Puzzle. Get that. Learn about that. If you get stuck, find a Healing Codes coach that is familiar with the Relationship Codes. You can find them on the Healing Code site, or you, you know what? You can connect with me. Send me an email anytime. Connect with me, and I will be happy to coach with you and customize your healing and healing these relationships. You can also connect with me on Facebook, Twitter. LinkedIn, YouTube, I have one video on YouTube about how to use the hand positions. Don't forget to love yourself. And the whole point to healing, using the healing codes, is so that you can start loving yourself. Because the greatest commandment, the folks, the greatest commandment is to love yourself and then love your neighbor. And who is your neighbor but someone you have a relationship? But you have to love yourself first. And therein lies the giant paradox that we're all dealing with, is learning to love yourselves. Next week... I will have a special guest, a fellow Healing Codes coach, Susan Glenn. Susan lives in Australia, and she knows very intimately about how the words that we use, that verbal language, affects us and can affect others. And she knows how to help heal Otherwise, she wouldn't be a Healing Codes coach. And so, until next week, please guard your heart, that spiritual heart, because that is from all things issue. Until then, blessings. Thank you again for taking the advice of your heart and tuning in to The Healing Whisper, A Return to Peace. Please join your host, Dr. Marianne Chase, again next Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time, on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. We hope to talk to you again next week. Mm-hmm.